It's my pleasure to be joined this morning by the town manager of Mansfield, Ryan Aylesworth, our monthly program to see what's happening in Mansfield. brought to you by Farino Stores Realtors, a family-owned real estate agency in Connecticut that's been serving the housing needs of the Yukon, northeastern Connecticut areas for over 60 years. Ryan, good morning. Thanks for joining me for today. And speaking of the weather, we've hit the halfway mark of winter. I bet your DPW crews aren't too disappointed. There hasn't been much snow to push around this year. Good morning, Wayne. No, uh, you're right from a standpoint of uh, late nights out on the road, moving snow around and, and cleaning things up. I, I don't think I've heard too many complaints. You know, as hardy New Englanders, though, I think, you know, we'd like to maybe see a little bit more white stuff here and there. Uh, we, are, we are in New England after all, but no, it's been a very, very mild winter. And uh, not only is that good from a standpoint of, uh, you know, people hours out on the road, but it's also good for the municipal budget. We save, we save money on, uh, you know, salt and other treatment materials that we're not using. So uh, it's definitely a positive from that standpoint. Where does that money go? Does it get shifted around to something else in town or maybe saved until next year? Yeah, so when it comes to our winter road maintenance budget, um, we do have a dedicated fund for that. And uh, so to your point, yes, if we have a mild winter and we don't end up drawing on that, either in terms of salt application or the amount of overtime uh, we're, we're, we're paying out to folks for overnight events, um, you're absolutely right. It gets stockpiled for next year, so we pay it forward. So what else do you have in the way of the latest news from the town of Mansfield? Oh, boy. You know, Wayne, that's a loaded question. Let's see. I guess I could start with some hiring news. Um, so uh, happy to announce on your program that uh, Jessica Tracy, who's been a, a recreation supervisor for health and fitness uh, with Mansfield Parks and Recreation for, uh, for you know, something like 15 years, uh, she was recently promoted to senior center supervisor. So she's going to take over that role uh, next week, the week of the 12th. Um, and, you know, she comes into this role with lots of relevant experience, you know, all her recreational programming background and one-on-one and -on -one, uh, work with residents, many of which are, are seniors. Anybody who goes to the Mansfield Community Center um, and, and participates in programs there sees that they are heavily used by, by seniors. So she has a very transferable skill set that's going to serve her well in her new role at the Senior Center. So, so that's exciting, and I'm happy, happy for her because, as I said, she's been an employee with the town for many years, and it's great to see people move up and, and, and earn those promotions. Uh, so excited for Jessica and her new role. Um, also, uh, shortly after the new year, you know, we commenced with the recruitment process for our next fire chief, which, you know, I'm sure it goes without saying, but it's a very important leadership position in our community, and I'm very happy that we've had a strong uh, applicant pool of qualified candidates, and I'm very confident we're going to find the right individual to oversee our fire and emergency services operation uh, into the future. But, you know, given that we are a growing community as well as an aging community with a sort of ever-increasing number of medical calls for service, uh, the next chief is going to play a central role in helping to shape the vision, you know, of how we effectively meet the evolving needs of our community while being mindful, of course, of town spending and, and overall budget growth. So that'll be that'll be an important hiring process uh, as it plays out. And, uh, well, speaking of, you know, uh, budget growth, uh, it is uh, right now, as I mentioned uh, uh, when I was back on the program in January, we're very much in budget season. So we're we're in the process right now of reviewing and, and dissecting budget proposals that have been submitted by each of our operating departments, as always, trying to find ways to, to maintain or selectively enhance 
the quality of the services we provide while you know finding ways to con control costs. And so uh, my my budget presentation or my official budget recommendations will be presented to the town council towards the tail end of March, and um, and and we'll we'll see where we go from there. April is kind of the most fast and furious budget budget month, but. Uh, Residents might be happy to know that uh, the superintendent of Mansfield Public Schools um, presented his budget recommendations uh, recently, and that was actually for a 0% increase uh, in, in the budget. That was what was presented to the Mansfield Board of Education, and I think they're going to be voting on that as early as uh, tomorrow of this, of this week. So, you know, while a level-funded municipal budget uh, might not be possible this year, if Mansfield Public Schools does, in fact, ultimately adopt a budget that's level-funded uh, as presented by the superintendent, that's going to be quite helpful in enabling us to mitigate any potential need to increase the mill rate. So, The Taste to Towns promotion goes on until this Sunday. It's a two-week restaurant week promotion, giving a lot of great deals and getting people a chance to get exposed to our local restaurants, in some cases, maybe ones they've not tried before. What reports have you heard about the taste of towns, with those two towns being Wyndham and Mansfield? Well, the event organizers, they're going to do a, you know, a more formal debrief, you might call it, with the participating restaurants you know, following the promotion. But, but as of right now, the, the rest, restaurant tours, as, as I'm hearing, are, are very positive going into the event, you know, based on previous year's experience and based on the promotion for this year's uh, leading into it. So, you know, we've garnered press attention uh, with, with a number of stories, you know, thanks in part to, to you all at WILI, but also the Hartford Current and WFSB and, and CT Insider and others. So, so we're working hard to bring some new faces to explore our, our region's food scene. Um, you know, lots of public comments, uh, or lots of favorable comments, I should say, from the public on social media. Uh, it's great that uh, the concluding weekend will also coincide with uh, the chocolate festival that happens on Main Street in Wyndham. Uh, so, you know, uh, lot, lots of good positive buzz, and, and people love to talk food, and uh, to have 24 eating establishments uh, signed up uh, for the promotion is great. And uh, just to remind everybody that if they go to Taste Two Towns, that's the number two, taste2towns.com, all the menus uh, that are being featured uh, are are posted there. Yeah, most of the restaurants, in fact, all of them, I think, do have special menu items during this Taste to Towns promotion that runs through this Sunday. You sure can't blame the weather for not getting out to enjoy that. Ryan, during past visits on the program, you've discussed town projects and programs being pursued using funds made available from the American Rescue Plan Act, ARPA. Any updates on that front? Sure. Um, well, this has been a very deliberative process, and the town council ultimately ultimately needs to make some final decisions about how remaining funds will be uh, allocated and appropriated by the end of the current calendar year, so by the end of uh, December 2024. Um, but yeah, no, there, there's been a, a lot of activity, a lot of positive impact in our community um, has been able to be achieved via the the, the grants and uh, resources made available through the American Rescue Plan Act. So this includes things like grants that we've been able to administer to nonprofits serving vulnerable populations uh, in Mansfield, grants to local businesses that were impacted by COVID-19, uh, by the pandemic, uh, municipal facility master planning, and uh, facility improvements like HVAC for our library, and hopefully uh, significant HVAC improvements for Mansfield Middle school, we, we've been able to order a new ambulance and important emergency services equipment, things like extrication equipment, which obviously can help save lives. 
parks and recreation asset enhancements, electric vehicle charging stations, uh, you know, road and infrastructure improvements, funds for affordable housing. The list kind of goes on and on. But one thing actually uh, comes to mind that I think I do want to let people know about since you asked about ARPA and, and kind of current events uh, with the American Rescue Plan Act funds is actually something we, we recently rolled out with our digital uh, equity initiative. So um, this this is a wide-ranging initiative, but one of the things that uh, the digital equity initiative, uh, as we try to improve accessibility for people to technology in a lot of different ways, one of the things that we've funded with this initiative is uh, what we're calling digital navigators. So these are two new positions that we're able to create using these federal funds. Um, and basically the positions are intended to help fill the ever-increasing need amongst residents for technology assistance. So Mansfield Public Library is where these two positions are housed. Uh, digital navigators, again, as I, as I said, the, the, are the name of the positions. And uh, it's John Crop and Paul Velasquez uh, who have been hired into these positions, and they can assist residents develop their technology skills in a number of important areas. I mean, everything from internet research to help with online shopping and password resets and establishing online accounts and Microsoft Office, you know, PowerPoint presentations, and of course, you know, help accessing whether it's local government or state government online services. So um, we're very excited about that, very excited that we're going to help uh, re our residents um, gain access to technology that they may not be comfortable with. And I also want to make sure that people know that the navigators, uh, they can actually meet with you at a number of convenient uh, public areas in town a number of Mansfield facilities, as well as the public library, and uh, and we're going to be doing special pop-up events that are going to be announced in the future as well. So excited about that, and, and folks can book an appointment by calling or texting 959-444-1304 or sending an email to digitalnavigators digital at mansfieldct.org. Ryan, I saw in the town newsletter last week that there were some updates regarding large-scale housing developments in Mansfield. What's the update there? Yeah, so as I think I might have uh, shared on your pro uh, past appearance in the program, um, back in late summer, uh, due to concerns about the cumulative uh, impacts that numerous large-scale housing development projects that had been proposed uh, could potentially have, particularly in the northwestern uh, part of town, the Planning and Zoning Commission uh, enacted a temporary and limited moratorium on new high-density housing developments, and it was a six-month moratorium. Uh, the initial moratorium uh, commenced on September 1st and is set to expire on March 1st. Um, but while there's been a good deal of progress made in, in the ensuing months, as, as the, the Planning and Zoning Commission and, and staff and other stakeholders have worked to you know, evaluate our zoning regulations and identify areas where amendments may be war warranted to achieve our, our multifamily housing development goals. Um, it's also become evident, you know, as this last calendar year came to an end, that we were going to need additional time uh, to get it right. So, so with that in mind, the Planning and Zoning Commission, uh, they did recently initiate a process to extend um, the temporary moratorium on high-density housing developments for another, basically another six months. So um, if it's extended, um, as they're looking at doing now, it would, it would go through the end of August. And uh, actually, maybe I should explain what this applies to. So during the moratorium, when I say high-density uh, developments, I'm talking about any developments that are over five total units or with an average density greater than three units per acre. Those are the ones that right now there's a, there's a hold on. So planning and zoning won't be basically acting on any new applications received 
that meet those criteria during the moratorium. And uh, so we'll see where we go from here, but a lot of very thoughtful effort uh, as we look at our future uh, housing development. You got a visit from the lieutenant governor last week to honor the service of Mansfield's military veterans? Yeah, no, it was wonderful to have uh, Lieutenant Governor Beisowitz uh, in town, and she was joined by uh, the Department of Veterans Affairs Commissioner Ronald Welch. Uh, we we kind of co-hosted a special Veterans Awards ceremony to honor uh, Vietnam-era veterans uh, at Mansfield Middle School. Um, that was on the 29th. And for its part, the town played a leading role in organizing the event and ensuring that all the surviving veterans and their families uh, received official invitations to, to come and be recognized. Uh, I want to extend a special thanks to the Coventry Mansfield American Legion Post 52 members who served as the color guard, as well as members of the E.O. Smith High School Chamber Chorus. Uh, they performed the national anthem, and that was great. Senators Senator May Flexer and our state reps uh, Greg Haddad and Pat Boyd were on hand, as well as Mayor Morand and several other members of the town council uh, were there to, to honor uh, these men and women. And a highlight of the ceremony was when Lieutenant Governor Bicewitz invited those attending to, to share their stories of service and provide, provide the veterans on hand the opportunity to tell their stories in what was really an intimate setting. Um, it made the event really uh, special and more personal. And ultimately, at the end of the, the evening, each veteran was presented with a certificate and a pin. And uh, we want to extend our thanks to all the, all the state and local officials that participated in the event and made it, made it a success. Outstanding event there. And lastly, Ryan, any other updates you want to share from Mansfield this month? Well, let's see. Well, I guess one thing to note is that we have a, a presidential preference primary uh, election day. Obviously, that's statewide, but that's, that's coming up on the 2nd of April. It's going to be uh, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. at uh, at the one of four polling places in, in town. Um, but we do want to make sure that everybody knows that uh, due to the change in state law, uh, this year's uh, this year Connecticut voters actually have an opportunity to participate in early voting. And uh, our registrars of voters recently announced the schedule for early voting. So there's four additional days uh, that folks have an opportunity to vote if April 2nd is not convenient for them. Uh, those days are Tuesday through Thursday, March 26th through the 28th. So that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, as well as Saturday, March 30th. And early voting is going to be in, in town council chambers only, uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., so it's a little bit narrower window than the 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. that folks would otherwise have a chance to vote on April 2nd. Uh, but uh, it's great to have the, the ability to vote on additional days, four additional days, if April 2nd isn't convenient for somebody. We want to make it as easy as possible for people to participate in the democratic process, so we're, we're excited about that. Um, I might reiterate, uh, I know I mentioned this in January, but reiterate uh, since folks would have received these mailings now already uh, in their mailboxes, hopefully, but uh, we mailed out a revaluation data form to, to um, all property owners uh, recently, and it's really, really important that our residents take the time to review those forms, make sure that all of the the data uh, on their property, all the attributes is, is accurate and up-to-date because we're going into a full revaluation year. And uh, obviously the, the quality of the outcome is only as good as the quality of the data that goes in at the front end. So really urge people to take the time to review that and, and send that form back in to our assessor's office. I can't can't stress that enough. Otherwise, uh, I guess I, I don't think this uh, was, was uh, mentioned or, or was news uh, last month. So very excited that we have a new business in downtown. It's called Action Pact. It's 
actually a retro video game and comic shop, and they, they opened in January. So really, really cool to see that in town. Between that and the fact that we have a Lego store in, in town, you know, definitely cool niche niche uh, kind of industries there. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's, uh, that's rounding it out for right now. And that presidential preference primary on April 2nd, is it just the presidential candidates on the ballot, or are there other items or any questions on that April 2nd ballot? I believe it's just a presidential preference primary, so it's a, it's a focused ballot. Another great update, Ryan. Good stuff. Thanks for joining me, my friend. Thank you, sir. Looking forward to next month. Ryan Aylesworth, town manager in Mansfield, with his monthly program brought to you by Reno Stores Realtors, a family-owned real estate agency in Connecticut that's been serving the housing needs of the Yukon, northeastern Connecticut areas for over 60 years. They're trained Connecticut real estate agents specialize in residential sales and leasing, relocation services, and assisting new home buyers. We're happy to provide all the information you need to buy or sell real estate in stores Mansfield, Ashford, Willington, Wyndham, Willimantic, Coventry, Columbia, the Yukon community, and surrounding areas. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.